this is Niket and I'm back with another episode on Avial a podcast where we talk about the different things around us and welcome to episode 12 so last two episodes which was the popcorn episode and the dosa episode it was all about food so I thought I'll come up with something other than food this uh, for this episode and uh, this week I have with me a very simple yet powerful thing which all of us use no matter how old we are or what gender we are or what size we are we use it almost every single day and there's also a high possibility for you to be using it right now at this moment so if you have actually cracked the cover picture of this episode you would probably be knowing what i'm talking about but just in case if you haven't i am talking about t-shirts uh so yeah this episode is all about the story of the t-shirts so without any further delay let's go thank you so much for listening to avial avial is also on instagram as avialable it is a v i y a l i b l e please do follow avialable for more updates on avial and it would mean a lot if you could write to me about your experience with avial happy listening to avial and acquire taste so i have not really seen any other garment which is as global and as iconic as the t-shirt so i got into my regular research and i started reading about it and the story is actually really interesting so t-shirts have been in trend for about a century now and uh, the story of t-shirts stretches back to the 19th century and that's where we get introduced to the t-shirts ancestor which is the union suit now i had no clue about what this union suit was so i did some work on that as well and it turns out that union suit was basically a white full length buttoned one piece garment and it was basically this long underwear also known as long johns and it was used by men around the late 19th and early 20th centuries so you could actually see the illustration of the union suit on the cover image of this episode and um So yeah union suits were worn under their regular clothes to keep them warm and i think it's very similar to today's thermal underwear but during summers wearing union suits under their regular clothes made them very sweaty so the laborers started to cut off the bottoms of the union suits and they started to wear only the top portion during summers so this was another requirement so the knitting company ph hains introduced their own version of union suits and uh, these union suits had two pieces the top and the bottom and the top garment was long enough to tuck into the waistband of their pants so they could actually wear both the top and the bottom um, during uh, winters and uh, they could wear just the top garment during uh, summers Uh, so this was the next version of union suits and it was a very successful one people found it to be very comfortable and all those things but it did have one drawback it it was all you know very buttoned up so bachelors found it very difficult to sew the missing buttons so the next experiment was to make an undershirt that a man could pull over his head instead of buttoning it up and uh, somewhere around 1904 an underwear company called the cooper underwear company which is today's jockey they manufactured their own version of undershirts and they called them the bachelor undershirts so if you actually think about it i think jockey was the initial one of the initial companies to you know uh, manufacture the initial versions of uh, today's t-shirts so 
the art pitch was very simple the pitch was that these buttonless shirts are uh, were more durable and required less maintenance when compared to the earlier versions of undershirts so this was one of the initial versions of today's t-shirt and uh, just a year after the cooper underwear company started manufacturing its own version of undershirts uh, the next year which is in 1905 the us navy began issuing the buttonless undershirts as the undergarments to be worn under their uniforms and and it was the navy so it obviously had lots of bachelors and these bachelors were really bad at sewing so they found this new undershirt to be very comfortable and uh, they also found it to be very easy to maintain and um, so yeah these white half sleeved undershirts uh, was supposed to be worn uh, under their uniforms but uh, there were exceptions when it was really hot and uh, these sailors when they came back home they bought their undershirts along with them and that's how it started to get popular but uh, only the sailors wore it as an as an outer garment and it was only when they were in the navy uh, you know when they were working in the navy and all those things the regular people were still wearing it as an undergarment and until 1920s the t-shirt was called everything except for its own name in 1920s there was this novel called uh, this side of paradise by f scott fitzgerald and it was in this novel that the t-shirt made its first appearance so it was f scott fitzgerald who first called it t-shirt and um, he called this t-shirt because it looked like the letter t when it was laid down unfolded so i'm just going to read out a few lines from the novel so that you just get the reference and you also just know how it was and back then so yeah the author talks about the protagonist here and um, it's something like this so early in september amory provided with six suits summer underwear six suits winter underwear one sweater or t-shirt one jersey one overcoat winter etc set out for new england the land of schools so that was the first ever appearance of the word t-shirt and uh, the word t-shirt did become popular with the novel but it was still worn as an undershirt and it became a proper t-shirt only after two heartthrobs started wearing it in hollywood that is marlon brando and james dean yes the james dean from taylor swift's you've got the james dean daydream look in your eye i know it's completely irrelevant here but that's how I got to know about James Dean and um, so yeah Brando and Dean nailed this style of wearing an undershirt and uh, it truly became a t-shirt only after these two handsome men started wearing it and uh, Marlon Brando wore it in a 1951 movie called A Streetcar Named Desire and uh, I saw a few scenes from this movie and oh my god he was such a handsome man he was super attractive you should definitely try watching it at um, you should try watching at least a few scenes even if you're not able to watch the whole movie it's just fantastic and i'm literally out of words it also stars the outstanding actors of that day vivian league and um, so yeah marlon brando wears this white undershirt in most of the scenes and he just looks so good and uh, i mean you look at marlon brando in the godfather and then you look at him in the street carnival desire and it's just funny how time changes the way one looks and then there's James Dean he wore it in a 1955 movie called um, Rebel Without a Cause and he was also such a treat to the eyes and i just feel bad that he died so young 
I saw a few scenes from Rebel Without a Cause as well and uh, there is this scene in the climax portion where he wears this white undershirt and then he just jumps over and then he shouts I got the bullets and uh, that was my favorite scene in whatever little I saw but yeah both Marlon Brando and James Dean are known to have influenced the whole world to wear an undershirt as an attire by itself and uh, it was only then that people started wearing it outside and uh, t-shirts also became a way to protest against issues um, even if you take both these characters if you take uh, Marlon Brando's character in uh, A Streetcar Named Desire and if you take James Dean's character in uh, uh, Rebel Without a Cause both these characters portray someone who is rebellious it brings out the rebel in you so people initially uh, wore t-shirts when they wanted to protest about something and then with time there was this graphic t-shirt which was introduced so people started writing slogans on their t-shirts when they were protesting and um, and then with time when there was this talk about women empowerment and equality and all those things women started to take over men's wardrobe to show that they are nothing less of a man they started to style it in their own way and that's how women also started wearing t-shirts and um, today t-shirt is such a staple apparel everyone wears t-shirts and um, I'm not someone who's into fashion or who knows a lot of fashion, but I definitely go with Dennis Northruft, the head of exhibitions at Fashion and Textile Museum in London. So what he says is uh, the t-shirt is a really basic way of telling the world who and what you are. And I just couldn't agree more. And then there's also the saying in Tamil, which is Al Padi Ade Padi, which means the body is one half of yourself and the clothes are the other half. And I think it is true to some extent. Uh, clothes do speak a lot about us when we don't really have to open our mouth and uh, say anything about us so yes choose your teas based on who you are and what you are and what you want to portray yourself as and just rock it just slay it and with that we come to the end of this week's episode and uh, please do let me know what you think of this episode and also about Aviel in general. You could write to me at Aviel on Instagram. It is A-V-I-Y-A-L-I-B-L-E. And I will talk to you again in the next episode. So until then, thanks. Bye-bye.